This is a production of the Z Talk Radio Network. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Z Talk Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. Wow. It's dark. Well, let's have some light on the subject. Put on your critical thinking caps and please refrain from hugging. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Hello and welcome to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really a doctor. I just play doctor online. And do I sound different this week? Do I sound a little different? I know last week I had the mask on for the first segment of the show. I don't have a mask on right now. But do I sound different to you? Uh, maybe I shouldn't, but... Um, uh, but uh, I got a haircut. <laughs> Why would I sound different with having had a haircut? I don't know. But I got a haircut finally. And like, I don't. I think the last time I got a haircut was early March, and uh, I I mentioned this on past shows that my COVID hair was it was beginning to get on my nerves, <laughs> and not just mine, uh, my wife's and my son's, because uh, I've constantly been saying how much it would bother me. And I was holding out, though. I was holding out till I could go back to the place where I get my hair cut and have it done proper and all that. And my wife used to cut my hair. Uh, when you go back before my wife was around, I used to cut my hair. Yep, I had a set of clippers. Uh, we still have clippers. And I would just, you know, a couple of mirrors and just zing, zing, zing and do my own hair. I got pretty good at it. And, uh, and, and then going back before that, using the clippers, I used to use scissors back when I was in art school. And I was doing kind of an arty punk sort of thing. And my the sides and the back would look choppy because I was using scissors on my own. And then uh, but the top, I would kind of let go a little bit more. And um, and I would put stuff like uh, what they call it, DEP or something. It was like a, like a gel sort of thing. And I'd put that in there, and it, my top of my hair would be kind of poofy looking. So just, I just did you know strange things with my hair a little bit. While I was in our school, never did a mohawk, never did a shave my hair completely off or anything like that, but never dyed it or bleached it or anything. But uh, just this, you know, some different stuff. But it, I, I, I said that I was carrying a comb. I've said that on the show. I hadn't carried a comb since I was in high school. I'm pretty sure. Uh, the hair that got to as long as it has been since I was in high school, somewhere along about the my junior year, I decided to go shorter. Although in comparison with what I have, you know, now, it was still pretty long. But this hair was beginning to, you know, it, one of my tells that I need a haircut is when my hair begins to touch my ears. At this point, and when I start feeling it touch my ears, I go, oh, well, well, better be getting a haircut pretty soon. Well, yeah, it had gotten so long, it was beginning to grow over my ears. <laughs> Not only would it touch my ears, but it would, there it was. And I was, uh, and of course, it does the waving and the curls in the back, and it's just, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. And my hair tends to sort of pile up on itself. It gets bushy looking. It doesn't get it doesn't get long. It doesn't grow long and straight or something like that. It's just it's just I mean it gets long. It'll start to come down eventually, but uh, so uh, I had mentioned on the show that I was checking the check-in times at the barber shop or the, you know, at the Great Clips where I get my hair and done. Um uh, they they here in Minnesota they reopen they were allowed to reopen on June first there were some you know regulations to that but they were allowed to reopen and I thought well I'm gonna wait a little bit I managed to make it 25 days after they reopened uh, today as I record this it's it's June 26th so um, I managed to wait until yesterday to get my hair cut. And uh, I, I checked the uh, check-in time uh, yesterday morning, um, just after I talked to the boss. The boss calls in each, each morning, and I, and I told him, I said, if, if, I, if, it's, if I think the check-in time is short enough, I'm going to sneak out of here and get my hair cut. 
and I checked it, and it was 12 minutes. Now, when it had reopened, it was over two and a half hours check-in time. It's not exactly setting up an appointment. It's just uh, you, you check in online, and that tells them that I intend to come in and get my hair cut in the next... Um, in, this, in, the, in these few minutes or whatever amount of time I'm going to be there to get my hair cut and so the, pro the process is uh, you get there you have to check in online there's no walk in and wait you have to check in online that's that's one of the changes so which I did and I have their app on my phone so I took care of that I got over to the place and once I got there there's a little you know staging area with the canopy in case it rains and some chairs and there was a fellow sitting there waiting and uh, the signs in the window say you know wait outside we will come out and check you in and, okay and it also says uh, um, the most customers that can be in this in the place at, at one time is four you can see four people in there getting their hair cut so as I get there and I'm waiting and I've got my mask on and and uh, the the uh, the, uh, the barber haircutting woman whatever uh, she pops out uh, comes out the door or one of them anyway and she says uh, she gets my name and she's got an iPad and she checks okay checks and she says it's uh, it'll be real quick just you know real quick but somebody will be able to help you out and then she calls in the guy that was waiting out there who didn't have a mask on at the, at the point at that point which didn't bother me because we were outside and I was keeping away from him and uh, he got up and she says, do you have a mask? He said, yeah. And he reaches in his pocket and he pulls it out and says, don't laugh, it's my wife's. And she says, oh, no, no, it's just fine. You know, and, and they go, you know, folks, have fun with your masks. Have fun with them. Get the cool designs and all that. I'm going to pick up two new masks tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. Uh, I'm going to pick up two of them that, uh, that uh, are Mar Marvel comic book covers you know, themes, artwork on them. So uh, a friend of mine that I went to art school with said, hey, dude, check these out. You can get masks like this. There's a, some of the he knows that makes them. She charges seven bucks for them. You know, and so I've got that worked out, and I'm going to pick them up tomorrow morning. i got two waiting for me. That means I will have five for myself. Uh, no, seven total for me. Five are basic, uh, four are basic black. One is Gilbert Gottfried all over check my show notes from a couple of weeks ago or last week and you'll see the the Gilbert Godfrey one and then I've got these two new ones coming um, which uh, I'll as I should be able to get pictures of myself wearing them on the uh, on the show notes for this week's show which you just go to dimland.com and you click on the show notes option and you will find the show notes for the show okay um, so anyway I wait for he goes in to get his haircut, and I wait for just a, just less than a minute, less than a half a minute. And now comes another haircutter, and she says, uh, "Jim," and I said, "Yep." And so she checks me in on the iPad. Come on in. So I come on in. She had me sanitize my hands, and then uh, she walks me on back to the station. I'm wearing my my mask. At one point, when you know she she has to use the the clippers to do the sides and the back, and she just says, uh, "Can you unloop?" You know, unloop your mask and hold it against your face, which I did. And you know, she takes care of it there. And we talked about how busy they were when they first opened back up and, and that kind of thing. And she said they were quite busy, but it leveled out pretty quickly, actually. And so I said, okay, great. And uh, um, and then I, I thought to ask about this because they do offer, at least they did before the COVID times, they offered uh, beard trimming and that kind of thing. And every now and then they'd say, hey, do you want your eyebrows trimmed? Uh, you know, it's, it's, as long as I'm doing this, I can trim your eyebrows. And I'd say, sure. I usually trim them myself, but sometimes, you know, I've got the, you get older, as you get older, uh, I don't know if this happens to women, but it happens to men, where as you get older, you get these, your eyebrows just start to, you know, turn into these centipede type things that just kind of reach out there and float and get long and weird looking. And so I don't know why, just that's what happens as you get older. And uh, anyway, so um, I asked, I said, uh, I don't suppose you're doing beards anymore. And she said, oh no, we can't do beards. They can't. I said, she says we they can't even shave, eye, trim eyebrows. No shampooing. It's essentially just haircuts is what they're allowed to do. So we're not quite back to normal. We're still working on uh, on that. Um, as far as what's going on with the COVID, uh, the United States is seeing cases go. You know the 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 the, the flattening that had happening 
that, that had happened recently is going to go back up again. We're seeing more cases happening. But that can be an artifact of the fact that there's more testing going on. So the more testing that goes on, the more cases are found, we, there's, the more cases we know about. Now there's a certain uh, occupant of a certain house of a certain color in the capital of a certain country in which I live that, uh, that was, uh, he says he was just joking. Or no, he doesn't say he was just joking. His lackeys say he was just joking. He says, I don't kid about that. Uh, he, he seriously thinks that, hey, if we do less testing, there'll be less cases. Uh, less testing, less cases. Makes sense to me. No, no. It's just, it's just, ugh. Anyway. Anyway. Part of, it's an artifact of the fact that we are, the United States is doing more testing. And because it's doing more testing, we're finding that there's more cases. And that can be part of why the, the numbers are going back up again. Uh, but it could also be, you know, opening up in these areas, some of these states that have opened up real quick. So, again, I stress on you, wear a mask. Stop being Mr. He-Man, He-Woman, or She-Woman, and not wearing a mask. So this, is, this is, you know, somehow it's a, an affront to your rights. Wear a mask. R remember, you wear the mask not to protect yourself, but to protect others. That's why you wear a mask. We, we are trying to protect each other. Um, and I think I talked about this last week. I think I did. But there was a, a Vanity Fair article I read part of that said that if you know we could get 80% of Americans to wear masks, we could see the case, the infection rate go down. Now, you know, we still need to be distanced from each other. You still should wash your hands and be careful about all that kind of stuff. You know that by now if you've been listening to my show. Take it seriously. So not to harangue on that too long, but uh, wear a mask. And I'm excited to get my new masks. But I got my hair cut, and it's great. Uh, you know, when I shake my head, I don't I don't feel my hair move. You know, it's not touching my ears, as I said before. I don't have to comb it anymore. I, can, I put the comb away. I don't have to carry that with me anymore. And both my, you know, and although Amy was saying to me, my wife Amy, she was saying, you know, if you, you could grow it longer, and it, you, you look pretty good. You know, this is nice. No, I'm not growing it longer. Don't like it. <laughs> but she sees it short. She's oh, I like it short too. And uh, and and both she and my son Hayden are happy because now I won't be complaining about my hair all the time. So we'll see how I am in a couple weeks. Uh, if uh, if I got the COVID, Ugh, I hope I don't. I hope I don't. I hope you don't. So wear a mask. Uh, and wash your hands and distance yourself and stay home as much as you can okay um all right i have uh i have not done okay well, i gotta hang on wait a second wait a second i got to get this all called up i have not done one of these in quite some time so uh why don't i get to it it's not true it's not true i'm telling you because i'm and drop my pen. I'll have to wait until the break uh, is over to uh, <laughs> to get my pen. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know, I was doing, I was, I think I was pretending I was Keith Moon right there playing the drums and I was doing the spinning of the, uh, the my pen as if it was a drumstick and it just flipped out of my hand because <laughs> I can't do the spin thing. Anyway, uh, okay, so what's not true? Actually, I haven't done these in so long. I've got more than one It's Not True item. So let's get started with a tweet that went out uh, that became uh, infamous on the social media just this past week. Now, the tweet is from May, May 20th, and it was uh, alleged to have been uh, sent out by a, a U.S. representative from New York, a d Democrat, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, or AOC. She had uh, allegedly tweeted um, uh, the following. It's vital that governors maintain restrictions on businesses until after the November elections because economic recovery will help Trump be reelected. A few businesses, uh, I'm sorry, 
A few business closures or job losses is a small price to pay to be free from his presidency. Hashtag keep us closed. Now this was shared by a friend of mine who did not vet this. Oh, he said he did. He said he was seeing it all over the place. And he may have seen it all over the place, but that doesn't mean he checked into it to see if it was real. I saw it, and my initial reaction comment on his Facebook post of this was to put up my picture of, of my skeptical face, which I've been doing a lot lately. Just my skeptical face, like, hmm, really? Hmm. That's the face I make. And there's this one sent me on a little uh, a little trail of of uh, uh, of uh, research, doing some looking into this to see if it's true because it it's it's not out of the uh, out of the realm of possibility that that uh, AOC would tweet something like that. There was a while back where she tweeted about being happy about oil prices being in negative ter territory. It was really weird. It wasn't that long ago. Oil prices had dropped so low, they were actually in negative territory. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but it did. And she did tweet about it, and she subsequently deleted the tweet. Now, that's what was said about this one. She posted this tweet and then took it down. But not before, and there's a there's an image that my friend shared, which was a screen capture of a Facebook uh, entry, uh, and it 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 she uh, AOC posted this, and she got uh, over twenty five thousand retweets of this tweet. And my wife explained to me that when somebody uh, takes down a tweet, all the retweets disappear. They don't they don't stick around. So okay, but twenty-five thousand retweets, right? And this post that she put up was on May twentieth, twenty twenty. That's a month ago. And now this is something. I mean, this this was last Tuesday, the twenty-third, right? That was Tuesday, the twenty-third. Does that make sense? So. Let's see, the 20th, 20th, Wednesday, the 24th, Thursday, the 25th, today's the 27th. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had to do the math. It, it shows up, uh, at least I see it, on June 23rd. That's a month after this thing had been up and taken down. So I'll get more into my research when I'm uh, back from this break. You are listening to Dimland Radio on the Z-Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dimfit Simmons. I will return after this break, and now I'm going to go f get that pen that fell on the floor because I'm just naked without my pen in my hands. I just need my pen. I need it in my hand. My pen! My pen! To Z Talk Radio, the number one choice for music, sports, news, and talk radio. So keep that dial locked to ztalkradio.com. You're listening to Z Talk Radio's Redheaded Stepchild. It's Dr. Dim on Dimland Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think Bigfoot is real? Do you suspect that your neighbor is really Valtor, leader of the lizard people of Bendar 3? Well, Dr. Dim doesn't, and he'll tell you why when you tune in to Dimland Radio Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern on Z-Talk Radio Network. It's an hour of science promotion, pop culture rants, personal observation, and of course, skepticism. Join Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons, Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern, for Dimland Radio on Z-Talk Radio Network. Getting some Z's. Getting some Z's. Getting some Z's. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, Listen to Z Talk Radio. On ZTalkRadio.com. 
And welcome back to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. I have retrieved my pen. Uh, so, okay. So AOC, uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat from New York, it was alleged that she tweeted that it was vital that governors keep the shutdowns in place until after the November elections, so that would hurt the economy. We might lose some businesses and some jobs, but it's it's that's a sacrifice worth making to get rid of President Trump. All right, so or as I like to call him, fearless leader. Anyway, I saw that. My initial reaction was I'm skeptical of this. This isn't completely out of her character but man it seems I mean she's not stupid I know people are going to say she is but she's not she may be young she might be a little naive on some things but I think she's pretty smart and she's not that politically stupid to put something up like this on uh, on a tweet because uh, you know come on so I thought alright I'm going to look into this and I started doing what's called research maybe not the deepest research but I started googling I googled uh, the, the, uh, the, for the tweet and I found that it was being shared on Facebook and Twitter what I didn't find was it was that it was being reported on by any news organization not CNN not MSNBC not ABC not CBS not NBC not PBS it's not being carried on any of them it's also there was also no stories on Fox News, Breitbart News, The Wall Street Journal, Forbes, Infowars. Nobody else is carrying this. Not that Infowars is a news site. Infowars is total, straight-up bullshit. Okay, The Drudge Report didn't have anything. So, I was like, okay, all right, so it's just tweets? It's just Twitter and Facebook that's sharing this that's what I'm finding no news organization of any kind bullshit or otherwise left-leaning or conservative is sharing this story saying anything about it hmm in my searching I found that there's a, a website database uh, called ProPublica and they have a PolitiWhoops section and that's where they, they um, archive deleted tweets by you know politicians and one of them is AOC so I go and I look through there and I start scrolling through they are they are uh, listed chronologically from the most recent down to you know going back in time with her her deleted tweets uh, archive on that page goes back to December 2017 so I start scrolling and I get to the date the date that this tweet went up was May 20th of 2020 this year I get there there's no tweet for May 20th there's one for May 21st there's one for May 18th or 18th or 17th you know but there's nothing for the 20th there's nothing there and I'm looking through the con the, the the text of these tweets and there's nothing that says what's what this is being shared here on my friend's page so I copy the link for this database and I say well uh, I'm finding that uh, here's this database that says that her tweet it, it doesn't exist. At least it doesn't have it on there. It, 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 it compiles her deleted tweets, so it's not there. Um, I realize uh, uh, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence, but okay, this looks a little fishy. All right, so then I dug deeper. In the image that was shared by my friend, you can see that it's a capture of a Facebook uh, uh, posting. So there's a person who, who, who posted it. Uh, it's, it was a woman's name. Uh, it's not important to get into that, but she just she she wrote when she posted it. She already deleted it, but here is the screenshot, and she's got a bunch of angry faces. And the screenshot shows the tweet. The tweet, but the screw the screenshot is not from. AOC's Twitter feed. It's from some other Facebook site, uh, a Facebook group called Real News Network. So, okay, I look up Real News Network and I find that there is a website called The Real News Network. And it seems to be a left leaning site, 
with uh, stories that all have sort of a you know uh, a, a liberal slant to them, as far as I can tell from just looking at the headlines, glancing on what kind of stories are being shared. A lot of global climate change stories, warnings about global climate change. A lot of Black Lives Matter stories that seem to be pro Black Lives Matter. So I'm getting the feeling that it's it's a bit left. So there's a way to to search on that page, and I search for. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and I search for OAC and I find you know I find that uh, they do report on some of her tweets but the most recent news item on that site about her is from July of 2019 so there's and it has nothing to do with keeping the shutdown in place why would it COVID wasn't a thing in July of 2019 COVID-19 wasn't yet so, uh, so I'm not finding anything there. Uh, along with that screen capture and the name Real News Network, along with that is a was a little icon logo next to it. You know, like people have their, their they put their their name on Facebook has a little icon picture, a profile pic. Well, this profile pic that was there is of a logo, and the logo is an RNN logo in red with a little bit of writing underneath, but it's very low res. Very small. It's hard to read it exactly, but you can you can see it and get the impression that through the letters, the R N N is a uh, is a white line that goes through the red letters, and, and it goes through the red letters the way uh, a dividing line goes through a road. So if each letter, the pathway of each letter is a road, it's split in half by this white line that goes through the middle of it. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of block lettering with a little bit of curve to it. A little curve, but still kind of blocky. I'll uh, I'll I'll put the images up on uh, on uh, on my on the show notes page. So I look for the logo, and I put in a search in a Google image search. I put in R N N logo, and the logo I find that's closest to that one, red letters with a white line going through each each the center of each letter and some writing underneath in red of those letters that says Radio News Network, which turns out to be on SoundCloud, and it's something from Pakistan. Okay? I mean, a podcast from Pakistan, possibly. So I find this stuff, and I post a second comment. My first, my third comment. My first comment was just a picture of me looking skeptical. My second comment was me saying, "I I found a database that doesn't have this this deleted tweet in there, but it has all the rest of her deleted tweets. It seems kind of hanky, you know. So I could be wrong, but you know, it seems hanky." And then I find, then I put a third response saying, "The the uh, uh, the real news network doesn't have the story on it." And, and the logo doesn't seem to match up. Here's the logo that I found that seems to be right. It's not the same logo as the news as the Real News Network site, but okay. I found a Facebook page for the Real News Network site, which is the same as that website, or at least that's the same the same entity. It's their Facebook page. I'm not finding it. You know, I could be wrong, but this is yeah, this is it. And that's where I left it. And I knew because I knew my friend who put this put this up. I knew not to use Snopes. Snopes.com, which is a, de a site that debunks myths and these kinds of lies that go around the internet, it does that. But, but I knew my friend. My friend completely, and his friends, will completely dismiss Snopes out of hand. Because Snopes is just a liberal tool to make the conservatives look bad. They're in the pocket of George Soros and yada, 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 yada. They're conspiracy theorists and that's what they think. One of these days, I want to go on Facebook and just put, okay, I'm finally exposing the liberal bias of Snopes.com. Look in, look in the comments below. And then in the comments, I'll put link after link after link after link after link of the times that Snopes debunks a lie about a conservative, be it Donald Trump or George W. Bush or Dick Cheney or Nancy Reagan or whomever, or just the Republican Party. And it could, because they do. And so, anyway. So at this point, I put these two comments on. No response from my friend. No response from anybody else. Another person comes in and does the Snopes mistake. They link to an article on Snopes. Now, here's something interesting. I did check Snopes. This was on June 23rd. I did check Snopes, but Snopes didn't have anything about it. 
But I knew I wasn't going to, you know, I had already done some research. I checked Snopes. I didn't find anything about it. I put what I found on my friend's thing. As I'm saying, I think this is fake. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think this is fake. And no response. One person, one person comes in and puts in a Snopes thing. I, I, go, I go to the Snopes link then. It did go up that same day. And they linked to that same database that I found. I mean, I could work for Snopes. <laughs> so he puts that up and what I figured would happen if I had put Snopes up happened because this guy did they jumped on him, they dismissed it they laughed at it, oh George Soros oh they're just liberal bias, blah 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 and the guy who posted posted three more links from Snopes three more links that debunked lies about President Trump and my friend lower down in that thread Asked him, do you have, and this is a serious question, do you have any examples of where they debunk something that's from liberal stuff? And he says, yeah, I already posted three of them in the, in the thread. Don't you read your threads? And then I got a little snarky. I got a little upset. You know, no response to my doing, my doing the research. No response. Somebody puts up a Snopes thing and they're all dismissed out of hand. So I got a little snarky and at some point I said, you know, I did something that you, my friend, and his friends didn't do. Research. Now, Facebook ended up flagging his post as false information, and underneath that, they put uh, um, you know links to fact check sites about it. Uh, okay. Um, now. The fact check sites include, uh, well, I did a, a Google search for the fact check sites on this and uh, 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 debunking this, this story. Um, Reuters, APN News, PolitiFact, factcheck.org, Snopes, Facebook, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez herself said this, it's, she didn't post it. It's not true. This is a lie. And me, I did. I did it. I came up, I did the work. I did, <laughs> I didn't even get any credit, really, for it. And then my friend says, well, I looked at, a oh, nice job, Jim. But you don't have to be so snarky about it. I, you know, and I got, you know, it's like, come on. So I snoozed, I snoozed my friend for 30 days because, for a cooling off period. I didn't want to get too upset about it. I didn't want to get too personal. So, dude, I'm not going to look at your stuff for a while. So, you know, I snoozed you. So, or, uh, 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 representative... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, tweeting that the gov governor should keep the shutdowns in place until after the November election so that Trump would lose. It's not true. Now, I know you're waiting for the theme to be played here, but I have another. It's not true. Lest you think I only play for the one side. This is another thing that came around. Now, back during the, the civil unrest in the, in the wake of uh, George Floyd's murder at the hands of the Minneapolis police, uh, or should I say the knee of a Minneapolis police officer, uh, stuff was happening outside in Washington, D.C., outside the White House, and all that. And for some weird-ass reason, Fearless leader decided to send either the police or the National Guard to strong-arm tactic uh, clear the, the protesters away so he could safely walk over to a church and have a photo op. I, I don't know why, but he just felt the need to do that. I want to get out. I want to get out and stretch my legs and show everybody that I've got a Bible. So how do you like my Seth Meyers uh, impression of Donald Trump? Because <laughs> that's what I'm basing it on. So... Anyway, so there's a picture of him standing by the marquee of the church holding up a Bible. See that? I hear it's the Bible. I hear it's a good book. I haven't read it myself, but uh, some people say it's really good. Uh, a lot of people like it, I guess. It's a great book. It's pretty thick. It's a lot of low words in it. I haven't read it myself, but, you know, it's a good book, and here I am holding it. Do you like, my, you like the Bible? Look at it. It's, it's a nice Bible. I've got the Bible right here. And I guess there's other pictures that came out that day uh, from that visit to the church. In fact... Uh, another Facebook friend had shared an image of, of the president and his wife standing in front of an altar in, inside the church, 
you're see you're looking at the at the two of them from the other side of the altar looking into the you know where the congregation sits you know in the pews of the church and these two are standing there and they look as po-faced as possible and they look it looks like you know lurch and wednesday from the adams family standing together and it, in their expressions and to my eye the image didn't look real it looked like they were photoshopped in. They looked it looked flat. It looked like there were cardboard cutouts set there. It just to me it didn't look real. So I, I brought that up on the thread uh, of my friend's post, my Facebook friend's post. I said, I don't know, man. It looks like it's photoshopped to me. It doesn't look real. And then they, you know, they, the person who shared it, and then others within the thread said, Oh no, no, here, 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 here. They showed me some other stuff, and, and I guess it was an Instagram. It was on uh, Melania Trump's Instagram page with a bunch of other photographs from their visit to the church that day, for whatever reason. Uh, and I saw it and I said, oh, well, I guess I'm wrong. It's, it's just weird. And then my, I have a uh, friend who's a photographer was explaining that, well, it could be the lighting, it could be the way the, you know, the, the lens they use and things like that. Because sometimes it's, it's just, yeah, it's just a weird artifact of photography that sometimes things can look flatter than they actually are. Uh, it's just, it's, it was strange, but I was willing to say, hey, I'm wrong. Okay, I was corrected. I moved on. People gently corrected me because I was thinking, boy, it looks, it, it doesn't look, it looks hanky to me, I thought. But yeah, it still looks weird, but I accept it as being an actual image because, you know, because it's included with a bunch of other images that uh, of their visit to the church that day. So, so this image of of President Trump holding the Bible by the marquee of the church, this goes out, and someone decides to make a meme out of it. So they put the, they 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 get in their their meme maker and they put the picture of you know the, in God in in the tradition of Godwin's law sort of uh, you know they they compare Trump to Hitler. So side by side, there's a picture of Hitler. You remember him? Uh, he's you know he was a guy that uh, uh, campaigned on uh, by scapegoating one group of people as being bad uh, and, uh, and 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 America uh, uh, you know, and his people should fear of him and he wanted to make his country great you know he campaigned on that I don't I wonder if some other can, uh, presidential candidate did something like that hmm anyway so there's Hitler uh, he's all in his Hitler outfit and he's surrounded by you know fans. And they're all. Uh, most of them are doing the, you know, the uh, the the Roman salute, the little Nazi salute thing. The, you know, the, the the right arm straight out with the hand. You know, you know, you know the Nazi salute. They're all doing this to him, right? And and he's he's standing there with he's holding up his hand and he's holding a Bible, just the same way as Donald Trump was holding the Bible next to that marquee. There you go. He says here more more reason to see a similarity between these two guys. Yeah. And, but the thing is, it's not true. <laughs> because the photograph of Hitler holding the Bible was photoshopped. There's a Getty Images photo of, of that, that is taken from. And it's Hitler standing in a group of people all doing the Nazi salute thing. And he's doing the, 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 the uh, half-ass dictator Heil Five thing that he would do. Where he doesn't put his arm all the way out. Sometimes he'd do that. Sometimes he didn't. And I don't think it's just Hitler that would do that. But you know, you know what I mean. Just that kind of uh, you know half arm up thing. That's what he's doing. There's no. He's not holding a Bible there. So it's a lie. So just like I would say to uh, uh, people on the on the right, you know, look. It, it, you don't like AOC, and you think she says dumb things or tweets dumb things, and you want to refute the dumb things she she says or things you disagree with. Fine, do that, but don't lie about it. Don't make something up. And 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 for those on the other side of the spectrum, uh, you don't like Trump. I know he says ten stupid things before breakfast. <laughs> you know, and just just go with something that's real. You don't need to make something up because that doesn't help. So it's not true. But I have one more it's not true item for you but that is going to have to wait until after my second break you're listening to dimland radio on the ztalk radio network at ztalkradio.com i'm your host jim dr jim fitzsimmons i'll be back
with those other guys. The Finger. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. I'm Mick West. In my podcast, Tales from the Rabbit Hole, I have extended conversations with people who have been involved in conspiracy culture. I do this for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because it's really interesting. These people have great stories about how they fell down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole, what they did down there, and what it was that helped them out. Sometimes I also talk to people who investigate conspiracy theories, and they have equally fascinating stories from the other side. Secondly, I want to understand how best to prevent the spread of conspiracy theories and misinformation, which is an increasing problem in a time when alternative media is exploding. The best way to do this is to communicate effectively with the people involved, and the best way to do that is with a nice long chat. Check it out. Tales from the Rabbit Hole. TFTRH.com He's endlessly pushing the rock of reason up the hill of paranormal. It's Dr. Dim and you're listening to Dimland Radio on Z-Talk Radio Network. Well, I'll be hornswoggled. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. You don't say. Oh, what? You think you went off to college or something? On ztalkradio.com. That's the most amazing thing since Grandma survived the outhouse incident. Welcome back to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really, well, I'm not needing to say that I say at the top of the show. I was a little distracted for the moment there. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm still in the middle of an It's Not True. I've got a third one for you that It's Not True. And I hope I don't come off as mansplaining here. I, I, I really don't mean to. It's just, she just hap- this person who is wrong just happens to be a woman, okay? It's just, I'm, I'm not, you know, and that's not why she's wrong. She's just wrong because she's misunderstanding what she's looking at. I have a friend from uh, high school, and uh, I do, and uh, we were chatting the other day, and he, he knows I'm a skeptic and this kind of stuff, and he, he wanted to ask me, he asked me about something. He says, uh, he shares this link with me to a YouTube video that's called Do Research. Woman shows proof that Black Lives Matter donations go to Democrat parties. And, uh, and he says, uh, he asked me, he says, is this bullshit or accurate? And I watched the video, and once I'm done watching the video, I said, short answer, it's bullshit. Longer answer. Okay, uh, I'll take you through what I wrote to him and what, what I see in the video. Um, she doesn't understand what she's looking at. Uh, so, so what she's looking at is uh, if you go to a Black, Black Lives Matter, uh, to their official website, and you click on the donations option you want to donate some money you are sent to another website that is called act blue uh, okay so act blue is a nonprofit platform used by the democrat party and other organizations that tend to be on the liberal side of issues to get donations uh, i told my friend that i'm sure there are uh, there's similar donation collectors that work with conservative organizations, and there is. It's called Win Red. Okay. Um, it, and I, I told him, I said, it just makes sense to engage such an organization to handle contributions. You know, the campaigns or causes or charities that want to raise funds for something. Uh, it makes sense to 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 
engage the services of one of these platforms because they have the infrastructure they can put things together for you and you would you know but people donate money and and a certain amount is taken off the top of that donation to pay a fee to that service and that makes sense that's capitalism that's how America works even though this company is a nonprofit all right so she so she's showing us through that uh, this woman making this video she's showing all this stuff on her page she finds a disclaimer on the page that uh, the disclaimer uh, is that uh, act blue has to comply with campaign finance law and I said that that does not mean that black lives matter is a political campaign as in a particular political party in this case Democrat doesn't mean that it means that the organization act blue has to operate under certain rules uh, campaign finance rules it just you know it, it can't you know it has to function that way it has to operate under under those rules and uh, I think the, the disclaimers is uh, making sure that the people who want to donate money or or be uh, 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 affiliated with them to receive money that they need to comply with certain rules too so okay so then she finds her way to the financial disclosure page and this has a line by line listing of the money that comes in and how it's dispersed and what you know what it goes to and uh, stuff like that just line it is line by line by line some of the things she reads is she's a little curious about I wonder what that means or she said that seems kind of hanky or whatever however she puts it but there's some of these these moments there and so I, I write to my friend uh, she finds the financial disclosure page for act blue something they are mandated by law to post it lists where all the money goes act blue charges the various causes and campaigns for their services in distributing contributions so they have to show where the money goes okay then this leads to the big what this woman thinks is a gotcha moment but I think is like uh, yeah no shit <laughs> and she's not understanding what she's saying uh, I said she really demonstrates how she doesn't know what she's looking at when she notes that the top vendors slash recipients uh, listing when she notes that and she points that out she uh, says I mean this is a big duh no shit moment she is shocked to find contributions to Black Lives Matter goes to a bunch of Democrat candidate campaigns. And I said, uh, no. What, the, what is shown in those top uh, vendor slash recipients is the top 10 organizations that have received funds through Act Blue. Black Lives Matter just didn't make the top 10. The top 10 go like, uh, I think number one was Bernie Sanders, then it's, then it's Joe Biden, then it's, uh, I think it was Elizabeth Warren, and then down the line, and it's all Democrat candidates or Democrat party things, right? So the top 10. And so I said, uh, she thinks Act Blue takes all the money contributed to all the causes and campaigns they work with, pool it all into one big fund, and then distribute the money to various candidates of the Democrat Party. That's not what happens. I said, I told my friend, when I donated to Joe Biden's campaign, which I did, that money goes to the Joe Biden campaign. Less a couple of bucks, three bucks, or whatever it is, that is the fee that go that Act Blue charges the Joe Biden campaign to manage their donations. And I said, if I donate money to Black Lives Matter, which I might, that money goes to Black Lives Matter. She thinks the money is being diverted. Uh, that would be illegal, and Act Blue would be pretty stupid. To list that is what they're doing on their own website. So she just doesn't understand it. So uh, let me go back. Uh, AOC, Alexandria uh, Ocasio Cortez, representative from New York, Democrat, uh, tweeting that it's vital that governors keep the shutdown, uh, the shutdown in place until after the November election so Trump doesn't win the reelection. Uh, what was my next one? <laughs> Uh, Trump uh, being compared to Hitler holding a Bible and Hitler holding the Bible in front of a crowd and 
this woman showing that if you donate to Black Lives Matter, you're actually donating to the Democrat Party. Well, they're all not true. It's not true, it's not true. I'm telling you, cause I'm up here and you're nowhere. It's not true. So there. Boy, I gotta see how much time I've got left in this uh, in this show. Alright. Uh, just give me a moment. Give me a moment. I'm deciding. I'm deciding here. I know, I know. A professional would have all this decided already, but uh, I'm just trying to figure out if I want to do something or if I want to do the other thing. Ah, I guess I'm doing something. It's time for another Dimland Radio pedantic moment. What did they get wrong this time, Dim? Oh, well, I'll tell you. Uh, on the on the Facebook, uh, somebody shared a, uh, a cartoon, a little comic strip, a six-panel comic strip. And uh, it, what we, I'll, I'll read through it, give a, a basic distri- description of the images, which is not much. Um, there's a kid. He's dancing around to some music. See the music notes floating in the air. And Dad is uh, sitting in a chair reading a newspaper. And the kid says, Like this song, Dad? Dad responds, I prefer alternative music like Nirvana or Pearl Jam or Weezer. And his son says, You mean classic rock? Dad, No, classic rock would be Led Zeppelin or The Doors or Grateful Dead. Kid responds, You mean oldies? No, oldies would be the monkeys, or the birds, or the turtles. Son responds, That isn't music. Those are animals, Dad. <laughs> Generation gap. <laughs> Except, here's the thing. I got it listed down right here on this uh, sheet of paper. If this wasn't an actual sheet of paper, could I do this? Alright, we got classic rock being Led Zeppelin, The Doors, and The Grateful Dead. But the son thinks those are oldies. But the father says, no, the oldies would be the monkeys, the birds, and the turtles. Led Zeppelin first... Got, you know, formed in, uh, formed in 1968, and they stayed a band until 1980. The Doors formed in 1965 and stayed a band until 1973, after Jim Morrison died. Oh, oh yeah, Ray Manzarek was just so, oh, God, Jim Morrison, oh, he's so great. Oh, Jim Morrison was the greatest, he's the greatest, he was the greatest. But after Jim Morrison died, The Doors put out another album with another singer, so he wasn't that great. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, and The Grateful Dead... Uh, they formed in 1965, and they uh, remained a thing until 1995. And I think there's some sort of thing going on now, but when Jerry Garcia died, well, you know, that pretty much killed the band. All right. The Monkees. Uh, the Monkees, they formed in 1966 and went as, a, as an initial concern with the four of them uh, until 1971. The Birds formed in 1964 and went until 1973, and the Turtles went as formed in 1965 and were a thing until 1970. I would say these bands were contemporaries. The 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 Birds, the Monkeys, and the Turtles weren't oldies. You would for oldies you would say Elvis, Chuck Berry, Little Richard. That would be the oldies, which we consider the oldies now. But it's it's just you know I, I it's just I, you know, the the bird the doors and the Grateful Dead certainly were formed virtually the same time as the the monkeys the the birds and the turtles the turtles same year 1965, for all three of those bands the doors the Grateful Dead and the turtles nineteen sixty five the birds one year earlier the monkeys one year later the Zeppelin was a, was three years after. Uh, um, uh, the 1965 bands, you know, 1968. So they're the, they're sort of Johnny Come Lately, but really they were all in existence 
at the same time. They were contemporaries. But I know, it ruins the joke. <laughs> I know, it ruins the joke. So, well, you know, being a pedant sometimes ruins the joke. Okay, do I have money for something? Okay, I do have... I, I, I'm going to spend a little time on this a little bit. Uh, I uh, was going through some old pictures. Uh, well, actually, it was over at my parents' house on Father's Day last week. Uh, my younger brother and I came over. We wore masks while inside the parents' house, and we uh, cleaned our hands with sanitizer and all that. And Mom was going through some old pictures that she had gotten from... Um, uh, the daughter of a, of a, uh, of the of a woman that was married to my uh, my mom's one of my mom's brothers. Um, um, the woman's name was Deborah. Well, no, that wasn't Deborah. That was uh, God. What was her name? Oh, I lost it. Dick and Uncle Dick and his wife Kathy. <laughs> it was Kathy. Kathy had passed away fairly recently. Uncle Uncle Dick passed away. Um, couple of few years before her so her daughter Kathy's daughter had all these pictures and she gave them to my mom so my mom was going through the pictures with us and said oh can you tell who that is and can you see in the pictures when my mom was a little girl and, and you know but and all these family members and so oh, and there's your aunt Janice and that's Uncle Jack and all this you know going through all that kind of stuff and it's kind of neat and one of the pictures was of my parents in about 1970 and they were in their getup, in their outfits, for a Halloween party. They they went as a scarecrow and a crow. My dad was the scarecrow. My mom was the crow. Now, my mom says, your dad says this isn't him. <laughs> your dad says it's not him. I, he says it's not him. And I said, Dad, that's you. <laughs> I said, you know, it, first of all, why would mom... Go as a crow. With 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 a, with somebody else playing a scarecrow. You know, they weren't you know they weren't into the swapping thing. At least I don't want to know if they were. But she went with dad. He said, he said, "Dad, that was you. You scared the shit out of me when I saw you in that makeup." He was he had he he had the the white the the clown white makeup on his face. And his nose was was a different color, and he had the straw hat and the overalls and a shirt with straw kind of poking out and all that. And I I remember I must have been I don't know four or five, and he's 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 all he's got the makeup on his face, and I remember seeing him and just being scared of him. Just, I know it's dad, I know it's you, but you you're freaking me out, man. <laughs> I don't remember mom wearing the the crow costume, but I remember dad. Dressed as a scarecrow. Oh, God, it scared the hell out of me. And then we passed the picture along. My younger brother looks and says, Yeah, Dad, that's you. And Dad says, Oh, oh well, okay. Okay, it was me. <laughs> oh, man. It was really, really, really creepy, <laughs> that picture, to see my parents like that. And I, many years later, and I'll see if I can find the picture and get it up on the show notes page. I'll try. Many years later, I went as a character that uh, uh, it, it was kind of a, out there. It, it was a character based on a t-shirt design that the company that I was working for at the time had printed for the uh, Dea de los Muertos celebration. Uh, and and, and there, was a, there was these skeletons on there with a you know, white face skeleton with, uh, uh, with a, wearing a tuxedo with a red bow tie kind of thing. And I, um, I went as one of those characters. I went and got a skull cap Put it on. I shaved off my my Van Dyke. I had you know the what people call it a goatee, but it's the mustache combined with the goatee. That's a Van Dyke. I shaved that off, and I put you know white makeup onto the skull cap and on my face, and I had white gloves that I wore. And I dressed in that, and I so there I am in the white face. It's, I don't know how many years later, you know, thirty some years later, uh, twenty some years later, uh, after my dad did it. Oh, boy. But, oh, boy, was that a creepy picture of my dad. Good night, Herr Doctor. Good night, Frau Blucher. Well, that means we've come to the end of another Dimland radio show uh, here on the Z-Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons, reminding everybody out there, be patient. 
wash your hands, wear a mask, stay home as much as possible, and stay safe on sleep with the lights off. You can check out my show notes at dimland.com. Just click on the blog option, and you can email your questions and comments to drdim at dimland.com. That's D-R-D-I-M at dimland.com. And the opening theme song, Ram, is by Theolius and is used with permission. Production of the Z Talk Radio Network. And now a message to our competitors. Thanks. Thanks for, for tuning us in. What? 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 Well, well I'm going to hell. hell.